0: Welcome to the Room Block and enjoy your stay. This episode is brought to you by JTS Connect, offering host, MC, and moderation services for live or virtual events, as well as podcast hosting and consultation. Please email me at jtsalerno at gmail.com or visit me on LinkedIn to learn more. Greetings, Room Block podcast listeners. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode of the podcast where hospitality and event professionals meet. And not just another episode, but the final episode of 2021. You guys, how did we get here? Another year gone by. A year that might just be going out as challenging as it came in, which is hard to believe, but we're living it. I have two silver linings to offer you at the time I am recording this. One is that if you are listening to this, it means you made it through 2021 and are so much more resilient than you were a year ago. So congratulations to that growth. Another is, as of today, the days are going to start getting longer again. So even though we are apparently entering yet another dark and uncertain time in terms of the pandemic and how it's affecting our industry, again, it is literally about to get brighter, about a minute a day brighter to be exact. So let's hope this literal brightness does a little something for us figuratively as well, you know? I do also love starting a new year and that is upon us. And with that new goals and plans are in the works. This includes my friends and colleagues who are part of the Greater Midwest Chapter of the Professional Convention Management Association or PCMA, doing what they do to continue to move our industry forward. In this episode, I am joined by Sheree Lewis of the Sheree Lewis Consulting Group and Tamara Jones, Senior Director of Association and Trade Show Sales at Choose Chicago. But both ladies are also founding members of the PCMA Greater Midwest Chapters IDE Task Force. The task force was formed in 2020, and you can hear all about its origin story in a previous episode of this podcast, which I will link to in the show notes. Now, as we are moving into 2022 and its third year, Sheree and Tamara are here to talk about what it could look like to continue to have important conversations surrounding diversity, equity, and inclusion. Those who are actively having these conversations know that this is still only the beginning. So how can we ensure that we move into 2022 with a continued sense of purpose and build upon the work that has been done so far. How do we move these conversations out of task forces and committees and into the rest of society seamlessly? Keep listening to hear about Sheree and Tamara's vision. Instead of digging deeper into select topics, the path to a collective unconscious consciousness may be broader than it seems. It's just always so fun to have these conversations. I feel like I'm I'm with Chicago royalty right now with with both of you because <laughs> don't, don't roll your eyes, Sheree. <laughs> but no, but really, I mean, both, both of you have been on the scene for for a long time. So uh, it's just it's an honor to have you both on the show, and I'm so pleased. This is my second official. IDE Task Force episode. We had one previously in June where we talked about it was kind of a look inside forming the IDE Task Force for the Greater Midwest Chapter of PCMA. And now here we are with a second installment, if you will, of this topic where we have on Sheree Lewis and Tamara Jones to talk about a look at 2021 and then a look forward to 2022 and beyond and where we're going to take this task force and how we're going to continue the conversation. So thank you both ladies for joining me today. Thanks for having us. Thank you. So I would love to just have you each give a brief background about who you are, how you got started in this wonderful industry of ours, and of course, how you got involved with PCMA, the Greater Mouse Chapter and the task force. So Sheree, would you like to kick us off?
1: Absolutely. Um, My name is Shari Lewis. I've been in the industry for a few years. Um, I actually got my start in hospitality first summer out of college where um, I went to visit my I went to stay with my grandparents in Atlantic City and I worked at the Sands Hotel and Casino and I worked in the personnel records department filing paperwork that was stacked five feet high. But in all putting stuff in people's files, I saw the different jobs. I saw the different opportunities. I saw what dealers and um, some of the floor staff make at a casino. And I'm like, okay, I could do this. And then also my childhood idol, so embarrassing to admit, was the cruise director, Julie, on Love Boat. She looked like she had so much fun. And I wanted to do that. So my ride in the industry, I've flipped back and forth. I've been a supplier for a number of years, then I was a vendor partner, um, then I was the event strategist and had my own events that I created for an organization. Um, And I've now formed my consulting firm, Sheree Lewis Consulting Group, where I'm doing um, consulting work with clients on strategy around not just events, but also around strategies of how to celebrate their organizations and to get client and people engagement as well. Um, And helping to still stay in the industry. I got into PCMA when I moved to Chicago from um, New Orleans, where I sold New Orleans um, as a destination. And I have been a consistent member since I moved to Chicago many years ago. um, And the IDE task force, Uh, so since Tamir and Yolanda had a conversation, your listeners hopefully hope to listen to the previous uh, podcast episode where they talked about how how the IDE task force was formed after Yolanda was named the chair, um, I was the next phone call. So this is what we're doing. And I'm like, oh, well, that sounds great. You've got to, no, no, no. This is what we are doing. (laughs) Oh, okay, fine. And so, but I mean, Yolanda and I have been partners in so many PCMA projects and we're friends and that's what we're doing. So so in the team, I call myself, you know, Yolanda was Batwoman and I'm Robinetta. So that's kind of how that works.
0: Oh, I love that. That's very cool. Both of your names absolutely came up in that first episode um, as far as the origins of the task force and how it was formed. And Tamira... I mean, really, I think it started with the phone call from you to Yolanda um, after everything that was happening with George Floyd. And you called her and said, how are you doing? So why don't you tell us about your background in in Chicago and hospitality and how, and well, we know how you got involved with the task force, but I just would love to know a little bit about why it's meaningful to you.
2: Sure. So um, I think our stories in the hospitality industry are so you know, it wasn't my intent. I didn't even know what this industry was. You know, I went to college. Um, I played college volleyball. And I remember I had some friends that were in the hospitality program. And all they were doing was, like, arranging flowers. Or they were eating. Or, and I'm like, wow, that's kind of cool. You know, whatever. And I was, like, set. I was going to be a volleyball coach and, you know, be a teacher. Whatever. Um, but as I went through college and I was work, living in the dorms. And I was like, wait a minute. I don't like this. I need to have my own apartment with my girlfriends. So,, uh, but I needed to have some money to pay rent, right? <laughs> yeah. And one of my girlfriends worked at a local pizza joint in our college town, and said they were waitresses, and they were like, "Hey, if you need a job, you know, we can make a couple tips." So I started waiting tables, never waited a table in my life, but boy, you know the money was sure was nice to have, you know, as a you know, young college student. And it just kind of blossomed from there where I kept waiting tables. I started bartending in college. And then by the time I graduated college, I remember going to like my first interview, I had a marketing communication, speech communications, radio, TV, you know, minor, blah, blah, blah. So my first job interview, I was went and I remember them telling me what my salary was gonna be. And I was, I, I made twice that bartending. So I literally just, <laughs> I, you know, bounced asked my parents like, oh my God, she needs insurance. She's got a degree, what is she doing, you know? Um, but kept going and it just really fell into like a catering situation. Then it fell into hotels. And then um, I was in Minneapolis, I'm from Minnesota and um, worked at the Marriott City Center in Minneapolis doing catering sales, then group sales. And then it fell into, I, I joined Hilton opening hotels in Omaha, Nebraska. And then I moved to Baltimore to open the Hilton Baltimore. And then um, in 2009 came to Chicago, um, the Hilton had a complex of sales selling multiple hotels. And, you know, thought I was gonna be in Chicago for two or three years. And here I am 13 years later Uh, working for Choose Chicago, the, you know, DMO for the city of Chicago. And
0: I never
2: never thought I would be doing this ever. Like I thought I was going to bleed Hilton blue till the day I died. (laughs) It's been, you know, it's been an amazing journey. And I just think like all the people, all the experiences and, you know, the skill sets like I've learned along the way to be. Now I'm going into my seventh year representing Chicago and loving every minute of it. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: Seventh year. I can't believe it.
2: It flies. It flies. But um, getting to, you know, our ID task force, it, you know, it really was a rough year in 2020. Um, You know, being I was from Minnesota and the George Floyd situation just really impacted me. It just was like, wow, that's my, you know, that's my home. It's why, why, you know, just, I don't know. And then I just started thinking about everybody I knew, my friends, my colleagues. And um, Yolanda and I had just, you know, she's my client, but, you know, your clients become your friends. And I've oh, yeah. been a long time and and I know, just know her well. And and it was just one of those, I picked up the phone and I, I just was like, again, how are you? You know, there was just so much going on and impactful in your lives. And and we just talked and and then it's kind of bred this, said, you know what, we need to do something in our chapter. I told at the time, you know, um, Rachel Riggs was our president. And then Molly Witches was coming in as the incoming, and we so we needed to do something, and um, so we created yep, the ID task force. And Yolanda took the charge, and then Sheree, the, the people followed in that um, that group, which I love. I think affectionately. Now I'm going to always consider them as the founding, the foundation, the founders of this. Time, yes. Which is now we've committed it to be a committee, so it's something that will stay as a part of our chapter, part of our. You know, bylaws and, and everything. So I think the hope for this is, you know, hey, it started from, you know, a small a place of like, okay, we need to do something. And, and and to now, I think what I hope and see for the future is to not let this conversation die. Don't let it fall off on the wayside or make this feel like it is just a, a situation at during this times, right? Or that, oh, we're over that it's never going to be over. The conversation always needs to be had. And you mm-hmm. know, like they came up with the greatest, you know, slogan or, you know, kind of mission or mantra, be bold, be brave, have the tough conversations. If you're feeling some sort of way, get it out. Let's have a conversation. Right. You know, you're not going to get anywhere without truth being told and, um, you know, and people's voices being heard. So I'm very proud of them. And, um, you know i'll be moving on to like being the treasurer next year but um i know i just know and i can't wait for everything that they're gonna do and sheree's gonna leave the charge in
0: 22. this is exciting so elevated from a, an experiment basically an experiment a task force um up to a committee starting in 2022 which is incredible and then sheree you are officially the committee chair for the chance or for not the task force i should stop calling it that for the ide committee
1: I call a task force too, don't worry, it, it, <laughs> you know, it's, it, this is new. So, you know, we're just gonna keep rolling with it and continue from there. But yes, um, I am the incoming chair of um, the committee and I'm excited. Um, I know one of the things that we're looking to do or one of my goals is, you know, last year was more about awareness. Um, and while being a person of color, I'm like, how are you not aware? But if something hasn't happened to you, then you just you you. It's sometimes hard for people to reconcile that this is a real thing, and you know when you look at just the world right now, you see you know if there hadn't been a video of George Floyd's murder, it never would have happened, and if someone um, I don't remember the whole chain of events, but if someone hadn't, one of the defendants hadn't shown a video of what happened to Ahmad Avery, no one would have ever been prosecuted. And you know, these things have been happening for years. I think it was Will Smith who said something about racism has always been here. The killing of Black men has always been real. It's just now we're recording it. It's now it's on film. Now it's on camera. That is the only difference. And so, you know, while inclusion and equity have a broader meaning and it's inclusive of various ethnic groups, demographic types, abilities, mm-hmm. um, you know, all of those types of things, ableism, that's a real thing. You know, it's like pick an ism, any ism, they're all alive and well. And so, my goal for this year is to while continuing as a group to raise awareness I think now one of the things after like two or three of the webinar series that we produced um or episodes we would get questions of okay what can we do now and so what I'm hoping for this year is that the task for, ah, see, there you go, task force. It, it, <laughs> it, I'm, I'm going to get to where we're
0: a committee. Uh, committee, thinking, committee, yes. Yeah.
1: Right, you know, in, in, in that memory thing there. But um, I want us to continue to raise awareness, but also to start providing solutions. And um, I have some ideas. I'm hoping to work in tandem and, and I say I, please know it's the collective I, you, know, <laughs> you are a part of this, Jennifer. And Tamira, yeah, she thinks she's leaving us, but you know, she'll <laughs> still be around a little bit. Um, but yeah, um, I'm hoping to provide some some tools and some thoughts. Cause my 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 personal goal, but also my goal for the committee, is to Tamira's point, I don't want this to be a thing. I want it. I want inclusion. I want I want the thoughts of inclusion to be woven into the fabric of our chapter. Mm-hmm. And it's not a thing. I, I live for the day where it's, oh, wow, she's the first Black board member. I mean, but that was a thing. I had a conversation with um, Terry Jarby years ago. And it was a hard conversation. Fortunately, she and I were friends and I think she has a new last name. So sorry, Terry, (laughs) you know, but it was, we were having lunch. We'd had a client appointment um, and then we were having lunch and we we'd been cool for many years, but I said, Terry, when's that ceiling going to be broken? I said, do you realize there have been no people of color, any color, pick a color, none on the board of the greater most chapter of PCMA. And she got a little uncomfortable. And I said, I said, I'm not blaming you, but I'm just saying, let's look at this. You have certain members of our chapter who have worked for years on committees. They've chaired committees. They've met all of the requirements on paper. They've gone for the board twice and you've not let them in. What else do they have to do? I don't understand. And you've let other people who've only been in the chapter for two or three years be a board member. What is the problem? And if you're just being really real about this, which, you know, I love our board right now because, you know, it's heavily female and that's not a thing, but we tend to speak the truth. Um, We tend to be honest and we own stuff. And PCMA was a club. For a long time mm, yeah and it, you know and it, there was clicks and some people would say it was an old boys network and you know i'm sorry i'm a, i'm a student of a and Zant, call a thing a thing so it it is what it is or it was what it was and the fact that it's no longer that it's great but how many i've been a member of this chapter for 20 years you know it's taken us this long really but you know it is what it is it is progress it is forward movement you know we've now had over the course of how many years the chapter has been around at least 30 there have been four people of color wow over over 30 years right this chapter's been around Mm tamira so yeah so there's still work to do but what my goal is truly is I don't want this to, that's, I don't want that to be the talking point. I want the talking point to be, oh my God, this is such a great group of talent. Oh my gosh, he's so amazing. Oh, he's bringing so many new ideas. Oh, you know, as a chapter, we're moving forward. And I mean, you know, we've been recognized um, out in the industry Mm -hmm. with moving this work forward in a meaningful, impactful way. And that's what I want us to continue to do, to, continue to have the conversations, but they're not necessarily, oh, the conversations. This is just part of the work. This is part of what we're trying to do. If we're trying to raise the level of what our meetings and industry community looks like and how it's perceived into the peers of other industries, you gotta do this work. You have to make it happen. And you know, sometimes progress is slow, but if it's still forward progress, and we're still moving in a forward momentum
0: i will be happy with that i love the fact that you highlighted that you know both of you mentioned you know, 2021 and 2020 was you know, it was about awareness and it was about like establishing that this is a thing <laughs> this is real uh, this is a conversation that does need to continue happening and here are some experiences and reasons why so you know, the programming that happened in 2021, there was a variety of things. I know mean, the task force, which it was a task force in 2021. <laughs> okay. um, We're going to yeah, get it. Yeah. Tried to establish, you know, just some different experiences. Mm-hmm. And we had a panel about um, women of color and hospitality. We had Dr. Whitehead come and speak to the Greater Midwest Chapter. We had our webinar about digital accessibility, um, which was you know another side of inclusion, and a few podcast episodes like we talked about. So I love the fact that now in 2022, you're talking about providing solutions and digging a little bit deeper. And so are there some specific topics or areas that you can think of either of you that you think that we really need to continue to dig on. I mean, in order to infuse this and fuse this into the fabric of the greater Midwest chapter, like you said, what are the conversations that we need to continue to have and who needs to have them? Everyone.
1: I mean, it, so many times it's not the role of the oppressed to share with the oppressor how they're oppressed. That's not, that's not how this works. And a lot of times, you know, we talk about allies. And I think on the last podcast episode, it's more than being an ally. It's being an advocate. You know, we learn as children, as adults, as women, when you see something, say something, if we're going to keep this in the dark, then it's not gonna come to light and we can't work to make it better. You know, I mean, we're not gonna fix every problem overnight, but everyone should be part of this conversation. Um, Even people who may not agree. I mean, what I love is when people talk to me and say, I feel like now when I see something or when I hear my family say something, I can say, that's not cool. And I'm like, wow, and that's so important. And so, you know, these topics are real, but it doesn't have to be, this is my personal opinion, but I don't like the feeling of shaming or the feeling of it's your fault. It, it, it's all of us. I mean, we all have to learn how to work together. And then there are some people who just don't want to play together in the sandbox. Um, you know, they probably got the use for unsatisfactory and knowing how to play with others, you know, back in school or whatever. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's it's like, all right, well, if you don't want to play in the sandbox, that's cool, but don't rain on my parade and don't rain on my sandbox just because you don't want to play in the sandbox. Go find your own. I was here. I can be here. And that's how that's going to work for whoever you are and whatever you look like. And so these conversations have to happen and I want them to be normal. I don't want it to be a thing to have a conversation about whatever is them you just saw happen and that is the problem. you know what I mean so everyone needs to have be in the conversations everyone and it's it, it's more about a way of being. It's not just about talking it's what is in your heart what is in your mindset? what is what is your mindset around people being people and then we're all humans that we're all humans first and then your humanity, may look different or feel different or be different, but we're all still humans and we all have a place on this planet. When we can, when we continue to perpetuate the have and the have not mentality, or it's us fighting against the world, then we're not gonna get any further. And And that's where I want us to go. So, I mean, that's a high level thought pattern but you gotta start somewhere, and then as we're digging through it, what does that look like? I mean, there' one idea that I have, and it's not solidified yet. So I'm, you know, don't go and hold
0: you to it, yeah. right? Don't,
1: don't tell us as a, cha- as a chapter, as a committee, if if it doesn't happen. But you know, there's a um, woman that I know who is in the industry. Um, she's great experience in the industry, and she's written a book called The Seven Habits of Inclusive Leaders. And I'm really hoping that we can have her come in because. Inclusion means including all of your team. Inclusion means including all of your employees. And if you have a goal that you're all focused on collectively together, your talents and your talents and your talents all are going to make us all successful. And if you as a leader start with that inclusive mindset, then you can bring that forward and keep moving it beyond. And, And, you know, it's like you have to not only talk to talk, but you have to walk the walk. And so if we as a committee, if we as a chapter, if we as a city representing the greater Midwest chapter, you know, region can be that example for others, then others are going to say, hey, I want that camaraderie. I want that in my Organization or in my home or in my sphere of influence, whatever that looks like, and I really feel like we can do that. I mean, right now the hospitality industry is her team, so honestly, we all need to work together to make it better. We all need to work together and then share so we can get others back to work, back to traveling, back to meeting, all of those things. That's what PCMA is about, and I just feel that this conversation is deeper than just oh well we've got this person of the year or man this is the first asian person on our board or oh this is the first whatever in a committee or we don't have them i mean you look at it and so that's what last year was and that's what 2020 was to really look at the disparities now now the next hump for us is to how do we bridge these disparities and make them less of a disparity and that we're mm-hmm. all working together. And while I may sound really, really optimistic, which some of my friends will be like, was that really you on the podcast? Did they feed you <laughs> that information? But <laughs> all your own words, right? We have to start somewhere. And if I can keep it high in my mind, I don't get bogged, bogged down when I see some of the lower sides of it where, where you're seeing the disagreement. I mean, heck, turn on the TV any any credible news channel and you can see all of the arguing and all of that stuff and I,
0: I just don't want to do that anymore. I really love the thought that like approaching this from a higher level, like maybe doesn't even have to be specifically about some of the things that we've talked about in the past, but it kind of comes down to teaching people those principles of leadership and those principles of how to have hard conversations. like actual practices to put into place in order to make some of these things happen and in order to infuse because it's it's like we have to give people the tools to understand how to be empathetic and how to understand that we are all actually more alike than we are different as human beings we are unique in a unique position on this planet, right? We, I mean, and if we kind of, you're right, you're absolutely right. You have to go really, really high level to realize that. And I agree with you that you have to sit there in order to avoid getting bogged down by the bad news and the little details in the the comment section on Facebook, whatever. And it's very, can be very, very disheartening. So it's like, forget all that. Let's start up here. And how do we, I don't know, it's almost like teaching us to be humans, (laughs) best practices to be human. And then everything kind of trickles down, or that's what I'm hoping. But so, Mike, now I have a question for Tamara. I was thinking as you were talking, Sheree. Tamara, Sheree mentioned about, you know, Chicago and having this be something that kind of permeates our area, you know, our our industry, our, our hospitality community. So as far as selling Chicago, do you think that, I mean, I don't be like, does this give you a talking point? <laughs> but in a way, in a way, the efforts that we're making here in the Midwest chapter and the efforts that we're making within our community here has to be a benefit to to Chicago and just as far as being a leader in the nation, big city, Big Hospitality Community saying, "Hey, like look what we're doing here. Like we are investing in this. We're investing in people in general." Would you agree that that's something that, that can be helpful?
2: Absolutely. And um it was really interesting and awesome, I would say, as we were developing this IDE task force, my own organization, Choose Chicago, was developing our own too. So, I was having this parallel conversation and and being on a you know a leadership journey in this area so as our as i was talking you know with our with our gmc chapter i was also having conversations with my own organization so it it was great to to have opinions and thoughts from many different people and um, speaking just to my own organization you know we, we created our own kind of task force too and it actually led to a whole new department for our organization. Um, And one of our colleagues um, who's actually involved with PCMA and our sponsorship, um, we developed a director of diversity and inclusion in our own organization. So it showed that we were aware too, in our own organization, that we needed to do something. Um, You may look at your team, look at what we were doing and whose opinion mattered. Everybody's from, you know, top down. And so we started uh, having—we had an internal committee in our organization. We met, and we had um, same kind of thing. We had some education, um, Zoom calls, talking about things, and um, just really trying to make ourselves conscious all the time of like, you know, are you thinking of IDE and decisions that you make? Well, what about this? I mean, from our marketing, right? From our, what are we doing with client events? What are we doing, you know, in our community? Uh, so it really became a focus. And it was very, like I said, it was very nice because I was having parallel conversations and and learning right along um, with, we you know, with GMC, PCMA, and also to Chicago. Um, one thing that we do for Chicago is a city. We know we're a city of neighborhoods. And so one conscious effort we've made is going out into our neighborhoods and finding out where's some cool stuff, you know, in Pilsen, where's some cool stuff in Bronzeville. What about, you know, um, Roger's part, you know, going out into our neighborhoods, Chinatown like who who's there? who's in our backyard? who don't we know who are our neighbors and we've done some really great videos our team going out getting into some of these businesses and um really exposing them, showing them like hey, we are Chicago, but we're not just downtown, right? We're not just the bean, we're not just this. <laughs> That's been one thing you know that we've really reached out to our community and um, putting them, giving them the platform to see our clients, be members, be vendors. And um, one thing I know that we're really doing too is inviting a lot of these um, businesses or minority women owned businesses to become members of 2Chicago and inviting them to our partner showcases and, and using them in any of our client events or gift giving like, hey, we don't have to use garretts all the time. I love garretts. Okay. Don't get me wrong. You know, right, right. something, you know, great, like in the South Side, you know, brown sugar bakery. That's what
1: I was thinking. That's some yeah. stuff. Yes. yes.
2: I mean, I, you know, giving a plug to brown sugar bakery, 75th Street. But it's um, you know, there's everything in our city. So let's yeah. and and show our show our show even ourselves, um, our community, our clients, our, you know, everybody, what Chicago is all about and inclusive in that. So I'm really proud of us and we're not done. I mean, it's it's the beginning, it's the tip of the iceberg, but I think, you know, as we become, I think of the word I love, and like when you say Sheree, you know you're at, we, we're high level right now, but I think, you know, the goal of, for myself and hopefully for others, you get to a place of unconscious consciousness that you're not thinking about it anymore. It's just part of you, it's in you, you're not like, oh, I got to, oh, when I make this decision, because I feel like that's where a lot of people are right now. It's like, yeah. oh, I have to make a decision. And from a leadership, from a, wherever position you are, you, you're you kind of like, oh, I got to think about IDE. Oh, oh, I better make sure I've got,
0: you know what I mean? It, yeah, it's like checking boxes. Is- it, yes. Yeah.
2: It's like, oh, I better do this because, boy, my company's going to look bad or I'm going to look bad or I'm going to look like I'm not sensitive. So we've got to work through that. And like Sheree said, that's the work to do. And I believe that those are going to come again with honest conversations, sitting at the table. And I think I'll go back to, I think one of the first things we did Sheree and we just had a a Zoom call and we had panels. And I remember distinctly um, Sarah Barrett who's with um, um, Alpha Kappa Alpha sorority. And she told a story about her hair and how people talked about her hair. And it was sensitive and it was emotional for her, but hearing it personally from maybe someone you know in our industry or a client, a friend, whatever, it I know it affected, or it just people felt that. And, it, and so those are some just simple experiences that you need to understand and, and, a, and not appreciate, but just understand, like how deep. Mm-hmm. You know? And empathize. yeah. And so I, I just, I, my, you know, my, my hope and stuff is that, yeah, we just continue having these conversations, real, true, hard, tough conversations, because you're not going to, you know, break through or like get there, you know, until we kind of, there's, there's so many years that you have to break down of what's happened to people that have not been, you know, so there's a lot of years. It took us a lot of years to get here. It's going to take us a lot of time, but you know what? It's a, we're in a, good place where we're in a place to step forward and, and um, just make things you know better.
0: I think that sounds amazing. And I, I love how you are talking about highlighting different vendors and different businesses. And sure, I mean, maybe that's something that we can think about for for 2022 mm-hmm. with the committee. And you know, I feel like a lot of the same company names tend to come up within the greater Midwest chapter right at events and you know maybe Mm -hmm. it's like how can we bring in just more and and make it a make it a more appealing place for people to come and be members and to and just to join in our community because that's of course we want to make sure that we are being welcoming in that sense too so it's like how do we showcase so yeah so many ideas and it's giving me excitement about moving into 2022. And, you know, it's like we we need a little, we need some things to look forward to here. And so this, this kind of work is certainly worthwhile and certainly something that I'm excited about continuing. And I'm so pleased to have you both here to talk about it on the show. So thank you. Well, before we sign off, I, first I just want to see do either of you have any additional thoughts about the committee and moving forward and anything more that you'd like to share?
1: I do have one. Um, I like the topic you just brought up about how to have difficult conversations. Um, I'm feeling that that might be one of the um, strategies that we have you work on, Jennifer, on the committee. Thank you for being <laughs> Right, <laughs> I'd love to. But, um, and it's funny because I feel like, I know I've participated in many crucial conversations, trainings, but there's always more to learn and there's always different aspects of a difficult conversation depending upon what the topic is. So this is a new topic. So how do you bring this up? How do you have that conversation? How do you know, how do you feel brave enough to talk to a family member who may not be as open as you would like them to be? And, and they come at you in a certain way. So how do you protect your space, but still be true to what you believe and able to share it? That's a big thing. And I don't know that we necessarily can do that in the chapter, but I'd like to explore it and see what that looks like. I think that's also a very real possibility. One of the other aspects of this committee is really being collaborative with other committees um, in PCMA and to get them thinking about it differently as well and what they're looking like. And so we just had leadership day and, you know, I've already reached out to professional development to say, okay, this is what we're thinking. And do you guys have topics for the education that we're doing and should we collaborate? What does that look like? I know one of the charges of PCMA and what the boards put down is we did a whole lot of events over the past year and a half. I mean, and, and that, you know, there's, there there are too many events sometimes, there are too many engagements mm-hmm. sometimes where people get tired. Um, and so, you know, they're trying to be much more strategic about how many events we do and what does that look like to keep engagement up and not have people in the overwhelm and I just don't have time for all that right now and making them important. And so I know my role as chair will be more so making sure those lines of communication are open and really figuring out and infusing um, an inclusive way of being um, and thought process into all those different chapters. I mean, they're all important, diversity, equity, and inclusion. They're all important. And where can we infuse the mindset amongst our chapter? And I think that thanks to Rachel and Molly, and now Christy, um, our leadership has been very focused, very in tune with where we take the chapter, what direction that we're moving in, and to be assured that we stay on a forward path in this, as opposed to not. And I had the pleasure of sitting next to Kelly, who is our incoming. chair, president elect for next year. Um, and I know she has that same mindset as well. So I'm looking Good. forward to it. And and we invite your listeners um, to come join us, you know, to come, come join the work. You know, if you're not already a member of the greater Midwest chapter of PCMA, please become a member. Um, if you want to just attend some of our events, as a non-member, that's okay. Come join the conversation. Come bring what your ideas are to light. We invite you. Um, I do know in the past, occasionally we may have someone who's not officially a member, but they want to bring some conversation to it and be it. You know, I, I won't tell Tamara or you know, <laughs> but no. But we invite all are welcome. Everyone is welcome. Yeah, no, seriously, yeah. we do. Um, so we invite your listeners, and you know, we applaud you the work that you're doing and the, the, the difference that you're making in our industry and being that light of hope and bringing people on here to bring, you know, hope and faith that it, it we're going to get back to doing business. It's going to look different. I, I refuse to say back to normal because normal is a whole new look. What, what that looks like, you know, we're still evolving into that, but mm-hmm. that would be the only the other thing that I wanted to share. Thank
0: you. That was wonderful. And I'm, I'm so glad that you brought up the cross committee work, because Mm -hmm. that's a really good point. My whole thing is like breaking down silos. And like, that is a huge area everyone's doing their doing very important work within their own committees. But it's like, well, we got to collaborate too, because ultimately, we all have the same goal. So like, Mm -hmm. work smarter, not harder, all that stuff. Right. So how about you, Tamara? Anything final that you'd like to say?
2: No, I, again, thank you for inviting Sheree and I to do this. It's it's great. And, you know, it's important. And, you know, I, like I said, I can, I, I feel like this is my little baby and I want to make sure that it grows into the, you know, productive and, uh, you know, good to society <laughs> committee and who knows what it will become in the future. Right. Um, right. So that's what I was saying. you know, like this, this founding um, task force and, you know, to look back, I, you know, I just envisioned like 25 years from now, like, where will we be and what did we create? And, you know, I just feel really proud of it. And I thank everybody that's been a part of it uh, from day one. Um, I don't know. I just think, you know, as we go through, again, the collaboration is really important. And we do invite any of your listeners to please come join the Greater Midwest Chapter events. Um, you know, every voice is welcome. If they have ideas, we love for them to do that. They can check out our website You know, www, GMC, PCMA, just go to the PCMA website you can find out about us. Um, I don't know. I think, you know, one thing that maybe is like for me being part of this all too, it was um, on another call with um, some of our industry leaders and there was a quote that I really liked and it was like, I don't have to be one to be with. And it really stuck with Mm -hmm. me. And I hope that, like, in our industry, too, we start thinking about some other, like, inclusive things to do. Um, ideas are, like, you know, with our community, you know, gay pride parade in Chicago, we need to have a float. Like, let's be there and be present in, you know, the Bill, you know, here there's the Bud billikin parade in the south side of Chicago. Why does our chapter have a float and be like, we're here, we see you, you know? So I think, you know, like, really thinking all those things, inclusivity and, and being, being seen and being heard and that way, hey, we're with you. Um, so those are kind of some things I you know, hope we maybe can work on in the future, but they're in such great hands with Sharae as a chair. And um, like I said, our board, I think we've got a great board and incoming board that has the mind frame to not let this conversation stop and to just keep growing and learning. So it, it's a, it's all positive. Good
0: vibes. <laughs> awesome. It sounds like it, so thank you. All right, one final question for each of you. And just a quick, this is a little segment of the show where I just like to give everybody a chance to issue a compliment or a complaint. It's just for fun. It could be about literally anything. It doesn't have to be industry-related. So a compliment or a complaint about anything at all? I would say my biggest compliment
1: is once again to you and the work that you're doing on the room block, I think that's awesome. And my complaint would be, I wish the weather would just make up up its mind. Can we have some, can we have winter? I mean, you know, I don't like winter, but can we just be consistent? Cause you know, I have to change out my closet And I don't have any clothes for this 50, 60 degree weather. They're
0: all in a trunk somewhere. And I'm like, I don't have time to go dig out all that. (laughs) It is exhausting. I am with you. (laughs) Thank you for that. And Tamara, how about you? Compliment or a complaint? Um, You know, compliments. I think I just,
2: doing the work that we're doing, I really want to compliment our chapter because it's been a heck of a two-year situation. And I- Rachel Riggs was our president in in twenty and Molly Witches was our president in twenty-one. So what a crazy didn't sign up for this crap, didn't know <laughs> what to expect, but they managed it and we made it through with their leadership. So compliments to our past president, Rachel Riggs and Molly Witches. And uh, yes. So you know they they pulled us through. Um complaint. I think right now I'm just like this COVID world. My complaint is everybody just get back to business, go do things, go meet. Um, don't be scared. You know, our industry needs everybody back face to face. And uh, you know, uh, luckily here in Chicago, we've, we've had some big conventions happen, but as you know, don't be scared, get out there, live your life. And, you know, you know, we, we got to get through this and it, it might be with us for however long it is or whatever it is, but just get out there and live.
1: <laughs> be safe, get your, Shot. Vaccine. Vaccine. And wear a mask. Think of others. Just just saying.
0: Live your life you and do what you need to do to be safe about it. Be safe
2: to yourself, yourself and, others. and others. Yep.
0: I am with you all. So all right, ladies. Well thank you so much for being with me today and this is my last official episode of 2021 so congratulations (laughs) thank you thank you and cheers to 2022 the greater midwest chapter and the ide committee and to shrey as committee chair and tamara thank you for everything absolutely
2: cheers cheers happy 2022